0: City of Yarra Isolation COVID-19
1: Vaccine Biculturalism Community Culturally and linguistically diverse Pop-up COVID Pandemics Fitzroy Interpreting Cantonese Oromo Vaccine Certificate Food Relief Collingwood Great East African Richmond Chinese North Carlton Communities Yarra Libraries Yarra Libraries acknowledges the Wurundjeri Woiwurrung people as the traditional owners and true sovereigns of the land known as Yarra. We also acknowledge the significant contributions made by Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders peoples to life in Yarra. We pay our respects to elders past and present. Hello and welcome to Yarra Libraries Overdue podcast. The COVID-19 pandemic has kick-started a lot of overdue conversation. In this series, we bring you voices of some culturally and linguistically diverse people who live and work in the city of Yarra. They reflect on the positive experiences and challenges in responding to their community's needs during this pandemic. These are the recollections of their personalized experiences, memories, anecdotes and insights on where to from here.
2: Hi everyone, my name is Deniz Aslan. I'm one of the BLO officer from Yara City Cancer. I have a guest today. Actually, she's
0: my daughter. Could you please uh, introduce yourself, Asmida? Hi, um, my name is Asmida and I'm 14 years old and I'm here because my mom told me that she was doing this and I was like hey that sounds really fun I want to join so that's like pretty much why I'm here
2: great great explanation thank you I just want to ask you how COVID affected your life as a student as a teenager uh, as an immigrant person
0: well I was in grade six when COVID started so I was around 12 and During the first lockdown, it didn't affect me too much, but the only thing that was kind of difficult was getting used to online learning, and since the virus didn't seem to be going away anytime soon, I knew that I had to get used to it because it was obviously going to be here for a while and still is here. It was difficult getting used to it, I guess, and I feel like as a younger person, it was easier than high school students, especially since their lessons are harder, but since I was 12 and primary school really wasn't that difficult it was okay but since it was grade six I was transitioning towards high school so it was a bit stressful because I wasn't quite sure how to deal with the classes especially if they were going to be online and I think that the transition to high school was a bit difficult because of lockdown and Corona because I couldn't go outside too much and it was quite difficult to make friends and hang out after school or just go places because there was a lot of limits to what we could do as a young person and as an immigrant person um, it was a lot more difficult than I feel like it was for most families because although they also had to use Zoom and had to call it made me and my family feel a lot more hopeless especially since. As I said before, the virus didn't seem to be going in away anytime soon. So when we would get hope, being like, hey, oh my God, maybe the virus might be ending or the borders might be opening and we might be able to go and see my family, which I haven't seen in a long time. And as an immigrant person, I feel like it's been a lot more difficult than people who live in Australia and have families in Australia because... I haven't seen my family, well, my like outer family, grandparents, aunties, uncles. I haven't seen them in such a long time. And although just like everyone else, we were also calling and using digital devices to contact each other. It was just an extra, extra long time because it just makes you feel hopeless at that point. Because you're like, if I haven't already seen them because of lots of situations like getting the visa or just not having enough money to see them. Now there's COVID on top and that's just making everything a lot worse. So I've really, really missed my family and I feel like COVID hasn't helped at all. So, yeah. Uh,
2: This is the second part of our meeting with Asmida on Zoom. Asmida, have you or your friends had any concerns about getting the COVID vaccine?
0: Um, I was a little bit scared, obviously, because it is like a needle or kind of a vaccination thing. And I also heard a lot about the side effects, but I knew that my immune system is pretty strong. So I didn't have too much of a concern, but my friends were a little bit concerned about the side effects as well and how it would affect their school. And you know, if it was gonna just you know make them a bit sick or not, but it wasn't too much of a big concern, I guess. It was mostly just the side effects, but it ended up being okay. Only one of my friends got really sick but she was all right. It wasn't anything too serious. So luckily she managed to be okay. But yeah, other than the side effects, I don't think there was too much of a concern. Mm, great. Asmida, what do you and your friends think about vaccination in general? Honestly, it's a quite sensitive topic. I highly support people getting the vaccine because it's not just protecting them, but it's also protecting people around them. And I think it's quite a selfish thing to not wear a mask, but I feel like it's a lot more complicated than that. A lot of people are worried about more kind of conspiracies and stuff like that. But I think that you should get the vaccine because like it's science, it's been proven. Like, I just don't feel the need to explain this to people who I believe that are smart enough to get the vaccine. So I think get the vaccine, protect yourself and others. And just don't be annoying about
2: it, honestly. My name is Deniz Aslan. I have been working uh, as a Turkish Bicultural Liaison Officer in Yara City for six months. I came to Australia in 2016. I was a Yara resident in North Carlton until last year. I'm very happy to work in Yara, where I live happily. My role at BLO is to build a strong relationship between Turkish residents and the Yara City. And especially by using this link to communicate with my community to ensure that they get the most accurate information about COVID from reliable resources, facilitating their access to COVID vaccines and helping vaccinated people obtain certification. In this context, we worked in the COVID pop-up clinics, community centers and libraries, especially in Richmond and Fitzroy. We also worked with age and disability service and customer service. Although the BLO project was established by the government for COVID, our role was not and will not be limited to COVID. The most important challenge I faced as a Turkish PLO was The Turkish population in the city of Yara, which used to be a home to a very large Turkish community, is now very limited and relatively older. This showed us how essential bicultural services are. We have seen that especially the elderly residents feel comfortable and safe while receiving services. In this project, we took our strongest points from the trainings we received. We got the most accurate and up-to-date information from specialist doctors, healthcare professionals, and government officers. We also have Laura Duncan, our dedicated team leader, who guides and helps us with everything. We come together as a team in a short time, we supported each other in every way and shared our experiences with each other. I interviewed some Turks living in Yara for the Age and Disabilities Survey. The survey, which was planned as twenty minutes, took approximately 40 minutes for each residence. The residents I spoke said that they were very pleased to receive services in their language and they felt quite comfortable. Since they needed to talk due to the isolation created by the COVID, They told a lot about their own lives, families, apart from the survey questions. It was a very enjoyable and emotional experience for me. Of course, as in every society, the main concern with the Turkish population was to protect their families and especially the elderly. In this process, the first year of COVID passed with the expectation of vaccine, while the second year passed with the concern of vaccine safety. However, despite all these concerns, I can proudly say that the vaccination rate of the Turkish population is extremely high. As a society with very strong family and social ties, the most challenging area of the COVID process was social distance and the loneliness it brought. Especially for those whose family is in Turkey, it was very sad not to be able to attend the births, deaths, and celebrations of their loud ones. But now we see that there's a great relief in our community as well as in the whole world. Considering that the source of this is the success of vaccination all over the world, I'm proud as a member of the BLO to be a part of it. Considering that the strongest aspect of City of Yara is diversity, we can say that this project strengthens the bonds, between the city and its residents and rainforests, the sense of belonging of individuals. I believe that this project, which was developed specifically for the COVID process, will be implemented for all city services in the near future. For more information about this project, you can send an email to laura.duncan at yaracity.vic.gov.au. To access the most accurate and up-to-date information about COVID in Turkish, go to the slash turkish website. Also, I want to friendly remind that fourth booster dose is available for over 65 years old.
1: you've been listening to Yara Libraries Overdue podcast series. A very big thank you to our co-producers for sharing stories and experiences from their communities on this show. You can now check out more Overdue episodes on our playlist at soundcloud.com forward slash Yara Libraries or find them on your favourite podcast app. Overdue is produced by Yara Libraries and supported by the Victorian government through the priority response multicultural communities during coronavirus PRMC program.